Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ, where each week we're going back and looking at a Netflix original film in the order of release. In this week's episode, we're looking at Netflix's 36th film, the 2017 crime film Small Crimes. It's directed by Evan Katz. It stars Nikolai Kostawalu, Gary Cole, Molly Parker, Macon Blair, Pat Healy, Jackie Weaver and Robert Forster. Hello. Hey mates. Hey mates. Feels like a long time between. It has, yeah. It's been a long it's week. This been month. a very big week. It sure has. Is it not sounding too good there, MJ? I'm a little bit crook, but I was, I was, I was like, do we, do we bring it up or not? But I guess we're bringing it up. We are. <laughs> Sorry. I, I thought, I'm no, that's sure, all right. Make sure that people know that we're dedicated to this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't miss a yeah. recording session. For we're, it. we're in the hospital right now. Just on <laughs> MJ's bedside to record this. Make sure. To hey, I've got to ask. What, you read the cast name out. Um, the guy from Game of Thrones. Is yes. It, Nikolai Costa Weldy. Is it not Nikolaj? No, Nikolai. Uh, have you guys seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Nikolaj. Boyle's son. Nikolaj. Yeah. <laughs> True. I was reading this for the first time. Like, oh my gosh, his name's Nikolaj. Like, because <laughs> obviously I just know him as Jamie Lannister. But um, uh, Nikolai, well, that's no fun then. Well, I'm glad I got one right. <laughs> I actually thought you pronounced it really well. Oh, good. Um, good. Okay. So, <laughs> the bloody J there though. Silent. Yeah, silent. Silent. All right. Um, so Boyle's wrong. We always kick off our show with a little bit of a fast flicks where we go around and do our own little summary of the film, MJ. Hit off. Let's do it. Uh, an intriguing and ambitious crime drama following an ex-cop's release from a stint in jail. As we learn more about what put him in there in the first place, we discover that his issues from the past are still plaguing him now. He's back on the outside. Nice. Heat up. Pretty similar. A disgraced former cop is released after six years in prison and returns home hoping to get his life back on track. However, his past sins haven't been forgotten and he is forced back into the world he thought he'd left behind. Nice. So I've gone with the dirty cop is released from jail and wants to make amends to his life. However, it's not easy for him to escape his past. Mm. All on the same Sounds path. Like we all watch the same movie. Yes. It's always a good start. <laughs> so we'd like to also have a look at uh, anything that we've learned about the film, anything we've found out about its making, you know, development, anything like that. Anyone got anything they want to share? It's the adaptation of a novel yes. by David Zeltzerman of the same name. Yes, definitely. Good pronunciation. I, 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 thought it was, Thanks, I thought this one was interesting that the screenplay was written by um, the director and Macon Blair, who yeah. directed one of the films that we've covered on this podcast, yeah, I Don't yeah. Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And he also plays the character Scotty in the film yeah, too. he so. does, yeah. I didn't realise that until afterwards. I should have recognised him from the guy who ruined the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that. So um, Evan Katz, who is the director... He had never met Macon Blair before they worked on this screenplay together. Oh, wow. So he read the novel. Uh, he, I think his brother said, hey, read this novel. And he read it and he's like, all right, I can, I can see this being a film. And he respected Blair's work and ability as like a noir screenwriter. Mm-hmm. So he got in touch with him and they said, yeah, let's, let's work on this together. And wow. Is that, yeah. Great story. That's cool. Difference from the novel. I saw that, um, so Phil... And his daughter, so Phil's sort of the. Um, what is he? He's like the district. Not yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a district attorney. Yeah. yeah, he's a district attorney. So him and him and his daughter in um, the film, the African American, but in the novel they were Caucasian. Yeah. So that was a, a nice little change, um, there, yeah. change of mm. add some representation in there. Two thousand eight, two thousand seventeen. That's the. Uh, yeah. That's the societal differences <laughs> we have. It's good. It is good. It and is really anything good. else? Filmed in Canada. Yeah. In Montreal, Quebec. Yeah. And uh, premiered at the uh, South by Southwest Film Festival in March 11. 
and Netflix, they purchased the rights a month ahead of its premiere at that festival. Yeah, and then dropped on Netflix in April? April 28th, so about exactly. six weeks after yes. its premiere. And it was part of South by Southwest as like the narrative spotlight screening. So um, obviously they, they thought this, this had a good story rather than more than anything else. Um, consensus. It's pretty not, average consensus. Not too bad though. I'm like five point eight out of ten on IMDb is. Uh, you, I mean, you're not happy with it, but you take it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not a bomb. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, Letterbox two point eight out of five, which is again is pretty pretty similar kind of rating, but not overwhelmingly positive. What did no. Rotten Tomatoes sixty three, but only on sixteen only reviews, 16 and the audience rating was thirty one percent though. Yeah. So that's that was only on two sixty eight rating. Two sixty eight, yes, yeah, but that feels. That feels all kind of similar, telling a similar story, yeah. doesn't it? Again, though, I mean, we talked about that audience score. It's only if they give it a three and a half out of five, it counts as an audience score. So, yeah. I mean, plenty could have given it, you know, a, a 2.8 to 3 out of 5, and it's not counted as part of the audience score. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. All seems pretty similar. Seems about, yeah, kind of a 5 yeah. out of 10. All right. Half out of 10. Well, it, it, just before we go into anything else, I've, I've found out that it took them three years to find a lead to play the, play in this um, film. Um, essentially because on the page, the script felt a lot darker than how the film was ultimately executed. Mm. Um, and plenty of actors just didn't want to play like this real sort of piece of shit dude that really doesn't <laughs> find any redemption. Yeah. Um, and um, at the time, uh, Nic- Nicolaj, <laughs> he was obviously Jamie Lannister on on Game of Thrones, who's kind of like the perfect kind of yeah. He brings that darkness to a role where yeah. you don't care if he's a bad dude. Like so, he he kind of had that in his in his will in his wheelhouse anyway. So until when they found him, I think things moved pretty quickly after that. Yeah, it was a good pick for him. All right, so before we move any further, let's get at some early thoughts. What are what are some early thoughts on this film before we sort of pull it apart, Peter? Um, I look. I pretty much agree with a lot of the kind of the critical consensus. I thought it was okay. I'm um, I'm a kind of big fan of this genre of film, and so this was kind of like my kind of film. But I just it just didn't do enough for me. So I mean, I, I did not like it. I didn't like it too much. It was it, it was okay for me. Yeah, I really like I like a premise that doesn't fill in all the holes right away, but they still make it really clear and easy to follow. So like you know that he went to jail. You don't know why. You know there's some sort of restraining order with his family, but you don't know why. You know that he's admitting fault to what he did, but you're not sure what he did initially. Um, And so initially I was interested enough to find out, um, as long as it didn't take me on too much of a joyride to figure out what it was. But I think that the thing that made it fall down for me was it's just such a risky proposition having your main protagonist, someone who just doesn't deserve any sympathy from the audience. Um, and that's cool. Like I, I'm okay with them trying to depict this real character, but I think they just fully committing to that premise. They back themselves into a bit of a corner. Um, and at the end, I, I didn't know how I wanted it to end. And then when it did, that's not how I wanted it to end. But then I didn't oh, know what I would have preferred. Strange so ending, I thought. I just think they were out of options. Yeah, so they'd written this it, story, and then it, well, obviously it's a based on a novel, but. Yeah. Um, it, it really kind of just felt like it just ended. Mm. Like it was just kind of like, oh, we're going along and now bang, it's ended. Like, oh, wow, that was it. That was just yeah. really, really weird for me. Yeah. Where are you, Jesse? Well, so I'm probably going to, I'll put it out there now. Like we're going to spoil this film from now on. So if you haven't seen it. Cool. Yeah. You nearly did it. Yep. Yeah. You guys did a very, very good job. Spoiler free. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spoil it right now. So 
this is one of the Netflix films that I, I remember sitting there watching when it came out. I was like, okay, perfect. I, and there's, there's, the next few films, there's a few that I've seen because this was like one of those stages where I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit and watch yeah. as soon as they come out. And I remember enjoying it. And I've probably mentioned this on this podcast before. Like, I don't have the best sort of memory, like, for film. So I remember if I like film, that sort of thing. And <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. Like, the end of the film, I in my memory, I thought Joe killed both his parents. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I feel like an absolute idiot, but um, I was engaged because as soon as, like, there's this scene where the, the house gets shot up and the mum goes to hospital, I'm like, hang on. I thought that Joe kills his parents. <laughs> so I was... Um, That's great. It's like a new movie for you. It was. It was, it was pretty much... She didn't much, die then. No, though, she so didn't. Yeah, yeah. She didn't die. And yeah, I was... Wow. Yeah. So all I can say is my poor memory has made me enjoy this more than I thought. So when would. he gets stabbed <laughs> at the end, were you just like... Now he's going to kill them both. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, oh, now I remember. And I was like, oh, I had this completely wrong. Completely so you did wrong. like it then, the movie? Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't, you know, it wasn't the best film I've ever seen, but I, I enjoyed it. Okay. So sweet. I didn't know back in the day, so obviously we're recording this in 2019, this film's 2017. I didn't know back in the day that you were trying to watch all the Netflix films as they came out. Last, that, it lasted for like a month. The first <laughs> of the podcast. This is an idea planted yeah, in his brain. how you came up with the idea of this podcast <sighs> and then you wrote Peter and I along. I just had this, this thing where I was like, oh, yeah, I, I want to watch. Yeah, I want to watch some Netflix <laughs> films, and yeah, I don't know what happened. And then two years later, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's try do this." Flix so. Forum was born. Flix Forum was born. All right, so let's have, we'll, we'll have to have a look at some characters who we liked, who we didn't like, what stood out, any of the you know the the sorts of things that we've seen on the screen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kick it off because I at the start you really you really had to focus. And MJ sort of spoke about this before, where you know the, there was little, very little exposition. It was up to you as the audience to work out who the characters were, what they're up to, because the, it was a slow reveal. Yeah, each of the things were slow reveal, and I, I really liked that. Um, but at the same time, I, think, I feel like they made it really hard for you to like any of the characters in this film. Not, not just yeah. Joe, the guy who we've, we've spoken about, you mm-hmm. know, has real no <coughs> no redemption or anything like that. But, I, you know, yeah, I, I found it... I thought Joe's dad was probably the one character who... You know, you're supposed to think he's the shining light that's trying to do something right, and then the end, like, <laughs> you know, it's that's, just yeah. yeah. I mean, we can talk about the end later, um, yeah, because I've got a few thoughts on that as well. But I agree that Joe's dad was kind of meant to be, you know, he's kind of a good, conscious, kind of rational guy, but mm-hmm. he's also like too passive. Um, yeah, I, I, f- I felt like he did like a good job of controlling that anger between his mum and him, like, because yeah. the mum was at him all the time, and I felt like he was sort of that without him there, Joe could have blown up a lot earlier, and I felt like he was that sort of barrier to. Yeah, yeah, to, he definitely was, and uh, you're right. Yeah, he's also the closest thing you, you get to like thinking yeah. this guy's alright. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone else is pretty bad, and that's yeah. I think with Joe, there was just nothing redeeming about him, and I was kind of expecting. I mean, and I, I don't care that he didn't get a redeeming quality because that's kind of as I, I think I said in my flick, in my fast flicks, it's an ambitious film. Like, yeah. they've gone out on a limb to have a character who's leading this whole way who you actually don't like and you have no reason to like um, and I, they did it really well where he, re- he rehearses what he says before he says it yeah. to people because it's just a flat out lie yeah yeah um, exactly and at the start I was like oh this would be something that he'll uh, he'll overgrow and then he just keeps doing it but um, you know, was it meant to be redeeming that he was kind of cool with his dad killing him well I think it was redeeming because because of his actions at the end with him wiping the knife I thought that was kind of maybe they were trying sure, to make yeah. him redeeming at uh, the end. Whereas, you know, I think it, it shows he wipes off his dad's fingerprints and puts his own prints on the knife. Yeah. So his dad won't get 
like, you know, get done, get, get done for murder, make it seem like suicide or something. You know, maybe they kind of did it that way, but yeah. just kind of not a, like, yeah, too little too late kind of thing. Yeah. I, what frustrated me the most about Joe was, like, they, they set up this overarching thing at the start that he wanted his kids back, but yeah. there was little reference throughout, Ooh. yeah? he wanted his kids back and then like an hour or like an hour and 20 went by and it was just kind of like nothing really happened there at all yeah the the start was good like you know he goes mm. to the library finds the phone number yeah there was, there was, like I feel like it was a, a little bit of um of Gary Cole kind of like keeping on track on blackmailing yeah. him to do stuff you know to do it but even, even still there there wasn't really much yeah there weren't no check-ins of, yeah. throughout weren't obvious enough, yeah I think. yeah and, and you know like I, he they tried to show he had glimpses of this changing like and they set that up at the start where he gets attacked in that car and they're like, do you want to lay charges? And he's like, yeah. no. He's like, no, I'm I'm happy to, you know, um, move ahead. And, doesn't want to live the past. Yeah, doesn't want to live yeah, the yeah. past. And, you know, even though he did rehearse those lines, he did go to um, Phil's house to say, look, I'm sorry, I want to yeah. move on. Um, but, yeah. I, yeah, it was, it was it's liked, a tricky one. Yeah. I mean, look, I actually, I really liked the performance of Nikolai Costa-Weldu. Yeah. I, I, thought, I actually thought he was really good. But just, yeah, his, his character was just... And the, there were there were moments where like you know he goes to that manny guy who's dying in the in the bed and yeah. you know he takes the tubes out and then he goes to suffocate him and does he only stop suffocating because Charlotte's walking in mm. like that that's the sort of question you know he does he does <laughs> <laughs> and it, what really annoyed me was the first time that he sits down to have like food with Charlotte he lies to her straight away yeah. and I'm just like ah uh, yeah but it, I mean if you'd also just got out of prison for slashing the face of the DA. Yeah. Would you be open and honest about that straight away with someone you just met? But she was like, and you find out she already I mean, knew she anyway. Knew, yeah. But I mean, I, but the lie to me that was more annoying was talking about his dad. Like you're saying, you know, my dad had yeah, cancer as well. And, yeah. and you know, he, he didn't yeah, know where he was going. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. yeah. But I did think that their relationship was portrayed all right. Joe and, and Charlotte. I thought that, you know, you never had any thought that he had any interest in her whatsoever other than to, oh, yeah. to get to She was a means to Manny's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, and I thought they did a real good job with her house, like the cats and the cat just sitting there meowing and those creepy dolls, like, to make it out, like, she's not the type of person that he would ever, like, be interested in. She was in. a strange person. <laughs> well, that, that actually is a good segue to my thoughts on Charlotte, is what was her motivation for being with him? I reckon she was lonely. But okay, honest, but like, sorry, that's that, and I agree. Like mm. to be with him in the first place, but then to do the things that she did for him. I mean, like yeah, yeah is is it I, all just she was super lonely and this guy? Shows I mean, yeah, I think she, she's super lonely because she's caring for. <laughs> I mean, she spends her whole life caring for this guy. But I think probably maybe there was a backstory that wasn't explored, or maybe she's got a dark past, so she maybe kind of understands kind of what he's going through, so she wants to help him out. But it was not explained at all in yeah. movies so yeah you're just kind of guessing going as if someone would do that yeah. like that character she, wait, just didn't work for me sure yeah I mean I mean, she, she goes in and she suffocates Manny surely knowing that means her own death like well, like her son's going to come after her like she, she, she's going to be a suspect in the murder anyway like she, she probably wasn't oh, expected to be caught yeah like, I was going to say if she's not caught she just goes oh he died he died and yeah. they're like oh yeah. how'd that happen it's like oh well he's pretty cruel yeah. well, obviously she wasn't very careful about it then like she didn't Lock the doors or anything. Yeah, that annoyed me. I was like, come on. Like, the doors are open. Who's like, in the house? It, it would show before that his son, he couldn't get in the house before. So, surely there's some way of preventing him out there. But suddenly, yeah, the doors are open and he, he can just walk in and see. Yeah, I just couldn't buy that character. I was like, yeah. you know, what yeah, are you, how, how does this all work for you? You, yeah. know, you, need, you, you need to have character motivations yeah. that work for them, not just because they work for another character. Yeah. What did you think of Jackie Weaver's character, the mother? The character? Yeah. I found it so annoying. 
just I, I can, constant yelling. I can and, totally see like why you'd find her annoying, but I thought yeah. if anyone else, like I know we're not talking about acting performances, but I feel like if anyone else played that character, it would have been even more annoying for me. I thought she did a good job yeah, of, of, that, yeah, yeah. of, of oh, doing I, that role. It was a pretty good performance. I just, I just, yeah, just yeah. the constant yelling and hassling. Like I don't know. I can, I can sort of understand yeah. that mother son relationship. Yeah. Like he would have been an hand, absolute handful, and and he wasn't. I mean, neither of them really were cutting any slack either way, but he wasn't sort of trying to help her in any way. No, he? yeah, it's true. Like, it would have been so frustrating. You, you're watching mm. your son almost on the cusp of just blowing his whole life up. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well, what can I do now? Mm. It would be frustrating. So, I'd, yeah, that was. A, I, I quite liked that relationship. Just going to go back to Joe, like, a little bit. So, I think it's probably I just still a little bit confused with his character because, you know, like, early in the film, we see him go to the bar and he drinks... You know, he's violent. He gives up he his goes, uh, his sobriety yeah, quite, quite quickly, quickly, doesn't he? See him doing <clears throat> drugs as well. So these are all the things that he'd like claimed that he'd change his life from. But then like, mm-hmm. you know, he gets this idea that he's going to blackmail Phil with this video that he's going to record of him, like, you know, with solicitation. And then, you know, he's telling, he's like, oh, I want it to be clean. I don't want anyone to die. So I was just confused, like with what his character was trying to be. And I guess maybe that's the, that's the whole point of yeah, it. Yeah, I guess, you know, he was... So that, that actually, yeah. in one of the, the scenes I wanted to talk about um, that I didn't like was when he goes into Phil's house, basically has that opportunity to kill him, but then he doesn't. Does he, like, they kind of show it as he sees the scars on, you know, all across it's Phil's body. body and realizes what he's he, already done. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, they're, they're trying to show that it's he's, real murky he's for me. trying to redeem himself, but they don't do a very good job of it. Like he's, you know, he, he's, he's sometimes trying to redeem himself and sometimes he's, he's not. not. Like, it w- what depends on what suits his agenda at the time. Which is, you know, I guess that's not unrealistic yeah. that people have fleeting motivation to oh, do yeah, the right exactly. thing and then they and just completely, it's just easier to slip back into yeah. old bad habits. I mean, like, you're supposed to think he's doing this <clears> to try and get back to his kids. Like, he's doing this so that, um, the, the, te- his old detective partner will help him with the lawyer to get back to his kids. Mm. But, and then there's also like there's more conflicting stuff because like his his mum and dad are being threatened now. He doesn't want to have to go back to jail himself, so he's got all these priorities that it's just not clear what his actual goal is. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if that was deliberate to try and make it feel for an audience and then probably for Joe as well that this whirlwind's happening around him. It's no longer this linear thing. Like if you do yeah. this, this happens. Yeah. yeah. There's just so much and there's so many variables and. Um, yeah. I got one more character. <clears throat> yep. Dan, the cop. Yeah. I didn't like him as a person, but I still enjoyed him. Like I thought he was very he was funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He provided some I think some of the great moments in this movie for me just because it was funny. I'm not even sure if it was supposed to be funny, but <laughs> I, I found some of his stuff very funny. And I I don't really like Harry Cole as an actor. Like he's really, he plays some really good bit parts in, in stuff, but he had I mean, his character was was kind of a piece of shit as yeah. well. But, <laughs> but he was funny. Rush? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, no, I'm thinking of someone else. Might be, maybe. Can't remember. Just sort of that then. Anyway. But yeah, like, yeah. Why well, well, isn't he not a good bloke? I I still found him really enjoyable to watch. He was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Good. So this is the director's second, second feature, feature, I yeah. think. Yeah. Cheap Thrills was the one I saw. He did in 2013. Yeah. Um, he's written a lot of TV. Yeah, he's got some writing. He's got what a um, TV and shorts as well. A few shorts. And the one thing I saw was that he did a segment for the ABCs of Death. Um, number two, you did the letter A. That's right, yeah. And I've recently watched the first one of that, and I was you hated it. I you? did not like yeah. that whatsoever. So 
I probably will watch the second one just but yeah the first one was woeful so I'm intrigued to see what he did what is that Jesse I saw you it's uh, it's like a horror it's a horror genre film where they give uh, a bunch of like some well known and not well known directors 5,000 bucks each and they give them a letter of the alphabet and they say okay so your letter is D you need to come up with a word or a theme that's with the letter D and then use that 5,000 bucks to create a story where the letter leads to the death of the character so yeah it's a great uh, it's a really good concept so what did you watch I watched the first one so there's two now so yeah. I watched the first one oh, there's 2.5 there's another one so um, yeah I watched the first one so I watched the A to Z of the the first one so his is the letter A in the second ABCs of death but yeah I wouldn't recommend uh, watching ABCs of death okay no. yeah did you find it? Is he an entourage? Yes, there it is. Yeah, just got to it then. Who's he playing? Andrew Klein. Ah, oh, yes, I thought I so. Know, yeah. So he's the writer buddy trying to sign um, Aaron Sorkin, and he has the affair with Lizzie. Ah, uh, that's and, right. Like, he ends up affair. in jail. Yeah, I remember the affair. Because he drives his car into his house to try and get his yeah. notes. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> what about the the actors in this? Like I said before, I thought Jackie Weaver was really good. You know, I, like I agree with Heath that the, the lines were pretty hammed up and over the top. And I, but I thought she yeah delivered them well. Anyone else probably would have thought it. Yeah, I wasn't. So, and I thought she was looking pretty trim in this film. She was. Actually, she was looking yeah, really yeah. trim. Any oh, other oh, acting performances? I, or? I thought that Nikolai Costa Weldo. 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 Well, dude, well, you got his first name right. Sure, you can call him Nicholas. Jamie Lannister. And I, th- I thought I thought he was really good. I thought that Robert Forster, his father, was really good as well. I, yeah. I, I like his performance as well. Hmm. Yeah, nothing nothing stood out particularly with the acting performances, but nothing was was ordinary. All right, well, let's have a look at the scenes. What what were some of the scenes that we liked, MJ? What what did you like? Oh, you kind of touched on it before when um when the first night he gets out of jail and he gets beaten up in the car. Oh, sorry, he get, gets out of the car and gets beaten up. I thought it was a really cool shot of him. I say get beaten up. He beat the, he beat yeah, the he guys up um, in the rain, and we can only see the obscured v- version of it through the car window. So at that point, we really don't know much about Joe as a character still, and this sort of keeps the mystery around it, but reveals a little bit about his character. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that scene. It was, it was excellent. I had that as well. I really liked how the camera stayed in the car yeah. while the door closed and all you could see was Kara sitting there watching what was going outside. She was like, oh, what? Like you could see, oh, what have I done? And then oh, the door opens and it's him. And it's like, you knew oh. it was going to be him. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. I, um, on the opposite, I had that in a scene I didn't like. Oh, no, really? <laughs> really? I, I wanted to see the outside. I wanted to see him beating up the guys outside. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't like the perspective from Kara inside the car. You're going to see it happening. And like, you kind of know, yeah, Jamie's winning this fight. Jamie, um, Joe is winning this fight. I'm like, I, I, I really wanted to see the outside. I, I wanted to see him doing the fight. Cool. <laughs> Anything else, MJ, that you like? Um, yeah, the, the whole sequence when he finds that, uh, I guess you call it evidence, about... Um, his mum and dad still seeing his daughters. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of culminates into his mum getting shot when they go back downstairs after they've had a big blue. Um, I thought by that point that actually built that scene up well enough for me to care about, you know, the mum getting shot and to care about Joe, you know, really blowing up about it. Um, so it was really good emotional rise at that probably right time of the film too because hmm. it wasn't too much else that got me going I really like the way they did that as well where the camera was literally outside the house and we could see with the silhouettes of their bodies downstairs yeah. sort of thing I thought that was yeah that was done really well um, and Joe yelled out like this line it was like um, something about you'll never hate me as much as I hate myself and I was literally like oh okay he's yeah and then bang you hear that gunshot I just liked that that was good hmm. no, that's it that's it Peter um, I got a couple so I liked 
kind of a small one, but at the at the start when he first gets home and he borrows his dad's truck and he pulls out the driveway and heads off, and then you can't see the car pull out and follow him around the following, corner. Yeah. Again, what I'm never saying before about you know just it builds suspicion of what's going on. You know, this car is Someone's following him. Yeah. Someone's following him. Oh, that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> when when Dan Pleasant walks up to Joe at the car and tasers him. <laughs> yeah, I've got that too. It was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if it was supposed to be. And, and then he gets in the car <laughs> the, and, it, and then he suddenly goes from zero to a hundred and threatens to, to, to murder his parents if he doesn't do this. And I'm like, wow, that was just really intense. And I'm not sure if I was supposed to, but I found that whole scene hilarious. It was I was laughing. Because it leads off with that, like the vomiting, which is like yeah, the exactly. top vomiting. Yeah. And then like he's yelling at him because he wants to enjoy this new barbecue that he's bought pretty much. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> That was funny. I, was, I, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. And then also another scene where, again, I'm not sure if I was supposed to, but again, I found hilarious. The uh, the motel where they're shooting, the guy comes in and he shoots the <laughs> prostitute. Again, that was just, that was really funny. Funny? Yeah. It was funny? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yep, absolutely. Cause okay. Just because like the whole plan just stuffed up when, I think it was the prostitute's, her, her boyfriend or something comes in and there's a big yeah. shootout and it just screws up Joe's plan. He's, he's just kind of sitting there like, what the hell? <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, good. <laughs> that's it, though. All right, so I think that was supposed to be fun. <laughs> I think so. That's what, that's what I said. That was really grim. I'm, show. Not, I'm, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be, but I, I found that hilarious. <laughs> um, so, like, the opening scene, you see Joe, he's sitting there talking to that pastor before he's released, and, you know, he's talking about he wants this second chance. I saw this set up for this, like, redemption sort of story. But then I also liked that the rejection of the pastor, because he's like, do you want communion before you go? And he's like, no. And it made me like, as I was going through, whenever he spoke with his mum, it just highlighted to me this this conflict between his mum. So like, I was like, that rejection from the communion at the start sort of led into this, um, and it made that conflict between his mum so impactful. And you know, there's a scene where he's been called Joe the whole film, and then when when she's really angry, she calls him Joseph. And I was just like, ah, this is like, this is you know, and she makes mention about she can't go to church without being looked at by Phil and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, okay, maybe that rejection of that faith side of things is because he's already got this conflict with his mum. So I, I sort of liked those little bits. That also highlighted the first time that he just completely lied through his teeth for an entire scene. And then when he walked out, he thought he, he, you know, he kind of dropped the act. Hmm. And then the priest was like, oh, I joined communion. And he wasn't in that, in yeah. that role yeah. anymore. So he was like, what? No, I'm out. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's when you're like, hang on. What's this yeah, guy? was that all just a complete crap? I thought, I thought when, um, when Joe goes to that bar and has his first drink since he's like being out, like I could feel how good that drink yeah. must have tasted. <laughs> you know what? They did do that well. Yeah. I, I, I was I like, you can feel that he mm. really enjoyed yeah, that drink. that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> And there was this scene where, like, Joe was sitting in the bleachers and then Dan, the cop, comes over. And I thought, like, that was really nice setup of how they knew each other because the scene before, you'd seen him sitting there getting, like, yelled Mm -hmm. at. And um, and then there's another scene that Dan made me laugh where he's, like, necking his beer and he crushes the can. He's like, oh, what am I thinking? I'm driving. I was like, (laughs) that was quite, that was funny. Actually, I did, so we're saying that, I did actually like when they were sitting on the bleachers that Gary Cole comments on how thin he's looking out of prison. Because I remember the opening scene. Obviously, we're used to seeing... Nikolai as Jamie Lannis from Game of Thrones he's pretty big I remember straight away looking and going wow he is really thin and I was really glad that, that they mentioned that somehow in the movie about how actual thin he was compared to what my memory is of him he was still shooting Game of Thrones mm. at the time so I think they just put him in really baggy clothes yeah like, yeah but he, he just looked so little compared to Jamie Lannis' character <laughs> yeah. now the last thing I thought was, was quite good was when um Joe walks into the house and his dad's like, I need you to sit down and talk. And if that was his mum, he would have just ignored her straight away. It's his mm. dad. So he sat down with him straight away and, you know, had that book, Understanding the Narcissistic oh, Personality yeah. Disorder. And 
I was like, wow, this is pretty heavy. And, you know, the dad went in to say, look, you know, probably haven't been there to try and help you when you're younger sort of thing. And I just thought that was a nice little moment between Wasn't fathers. that such like a, a dad reaction yeah. to the situation where you can see they've <laughs> I've read a book. <laughs> they've gone to bed that night and the mum's like, you're not helping me at all. Yeah. Like, can you just do something? You know that book that you read? Talk about that. Like, yeah, right, I'll, I'll try and do that. And, you know, he was awkward about the whole thing. Yeah, it felt really good. Uh, any scenes that we didn't like? Yeah, well, I mentioned the yeah. one about um, when he didn't shoot Phil so he went into mm, the yeah, house yeah. did we ever actually think in that scene that he was ever going to, to shoot Phil because they just rushed into that scene all of a sudden I didn't all of a sudden all. he's in the house and standing no. behind the, beside the bed thought I not think, a chance I think they could have done a really good job at really mm. teasing it out a little bit further and watch him creaking around the house and, and maybe try not to get caught and mm. all these things where it could have gone wrong and then he still pulls out yeah. it would have been a lot more compelling yeah. but they were just kind of like oh he's next to the bed oh, oh he's not going to do it I had that thought in my head that maybe, you know, he might use that gun to set him up, but then you know, oh, yeah, he created true. this other elaborate thing to set, mm-hmm. set him up with anyway. Yeah, true. Did he, want <laughs> he got bloody lucky with that information, didn't he? <laughs> he sure did. And what was with that? So the 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 exotic dancer that he set him up with, what, like there was like some comment about, oh, who's that creepy guy sitting in the front row? And it's like, oh, it's her dad. <laughs> oh, the guy who's, Yeah, the, um, the, the dancing yeah, place. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was weird. It was like her mind or Yeah. <laughs> um, you go, mate. Oh yeah. So as I said before, I, I I would have preferred to see Joe fight the guy outside the car. Um, I didn't I didn't like Phil's death at the end, the car accident. It was just kind of like all of a sudden, and it was just kind of over. And I'm like, for kind of a pivotal character to the to actually to Joe's story, I wanted just a lot more out of him out of him just now being he he was out of the equation. It's like, hey, it's all cool. That element's now out of the equation. I have to worry about. It. I just I wanted more from that. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, he was watching this video in his car and he died. It was kind of That's weird. Very true, actually. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of weird that the whole film had been like. Um, narrative wise it had been like you know this linear. the time had been linear yeah yeah. and then you've got this one little scene that's always like, like, yeah. Yeah. like hey where's Phil by the way yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah you know when he drove off that night yeah, yeah he, he didn't he, get very far he died yeah, yeah I, I, that's right I forgot about that I didn't like that scene yeah. yeah yeah that's a good point that was just like oh yeah that's right Phil's out of the picture now yeah. that's easy well, similar thing for me like as in just getting characters out of the picture. I didn't like that gunfight at the end because it was just an easy way to kill off the, the anyone that had anything <laughs> against Joe. It was yeah. like, let's just kill everyone off. So my question that I had that um, I think is probably now appropriate to cover now, what do we think about the whole, like, Scotty becoming this vigilante <laughs> yeah. and, and all of a sudden becoming, like, the most dangerous player in the game in crunch time? I feel like they he need, comes on the screen. I'm like, who the hell is that guy? They like, needed, I, yeah, they needed to put a lot more into yeah. it than just yeah. he met him at the bar at the start, and you knew he was friends with his brother. Well, the only other time is when he's like, I'm getting interviewed by the DA. Yeah, um, and that's like, and then all of a sudden he's just there at the end in his, of course, in his camouflage, yeah, in, in his, in his army, in his army out, yeah, Marines out. Yeah, it was a bit strange. And that sort of storyline sort of <laughs> confused me a little bit too because when, um, so he's in Joe's in. Um, the kitchen and he's like, you know, did anything happen to my brother that was a little bit untoward? And he mm. just found out the previous scene that from Manny, when he was on the hospital bed, that yeah, that the death was a little bit suspicious. Yeah. But then like the end when they're in the car together, it made it out like, I, oh, you know, you had a deal, you knew all along that it was yeah. dodgy. Whereas they made it out like he didn't know it was, a, yeah, I don't know. I kind of always thought that Joe, was yeah. always he was responsible yeah. I thought he was always trying to hide it from yeah. him, try, trying to act like oh I'm not sure when really he was trying to hide any of yeah. his, his own like his guilt about it trying to hide it but yeah I think it was always you know he, he just didn't want to tell his brother hey yeah. I killed your brother who was my mate yeah 
That yeah. last, like the whole last 15, 20 minutes was just like a bit of a dog's breakfast. Yeah. I thought it was just everything just kind of got just kind of like, hey, we have to end this film. Let's just, just like, <laughs> let, oh yeah, Phil, we didn't kill him. Oh no, yeah, a car crash. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Any other scenes or we want to look at what the film was trying to say? Yeah, let's, let's yeah, I'm good. Good. Yeah, right. what, 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 what do you think? What's, what were some of the themes I was looking at? I think for me, and it's all about, I think it's about the tough road to redemption. I think that's probably the best, the mm, best I think um, so. story that they're trying to tell. Uh, it, it begs the question of whether Joe actually truly wanted redemption. Yeah. Um, but then, as I said earlier, is this is this a realistic depiction of someone who's just too far gone? Yeah. Because um, I mean, it, even if he was trying to redeem himself, he still had always past life was still always catching up to him and wasn't even going to allow him. Even if he tried harder, it probably wasn't going to allow him because of all his yeah. past sins. And the irony being, by the end, kind of cleared the slate a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And he was, he was free to go <laughs> start his new life. Yeah. So, was, was wiped off the board. <laughs> but then I guess, you know, you can't, you can't just get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, leading, like, on the ass. no one's perfect. Everyone's got these flaws. Yeah. And, you know, even though it tries to promote these second chances and overcoming yeah. your mistakes, I think that yeah, I think the uh, Charlotte had this line where she was like, you know, do you ever feel like you're living in the wrong skin? Mm. And, and you know, do you want to start over? And he sort of like just wiped it off as like, like his response was like, yeah, sure, just to agree with her. Whereas I'm like, mm, <laughs> yeah. maybe you need to think about this a little bit little bit more. Yeah. Another thing, oh, yeah, go. I also think there was a bit in terms of kind of what Joe was trying to do and then what Dan was trying to get him to do, a bit of kind of the desperation and what desperate people do to kind of to save themselves. Yeah. And like Dan was just as, if not more desperate than Joe. Like yeah, exactly. He was the one that said, I'm going to yeah. kill your parents. And then yeah. he's like, you know what? I like your parents. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. Like, just, yeah the, the kind of things that he's willing to do to make sure that he's safe and in the clear. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff about anger as well. Uh, and you know, actions that people take when this anger takes over. And they kept mentioning, you know, you've got this anger, you've got this anger. So, um, yeah, I've, he was an angry character. <laughs> well, how about Scotty at the end? Just exploding he was very angry, anger. Yeah. yeah. Killing everyone. Uh, Did you take a shot at my house, Scotty? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> I can't you said yes. <laughs> the, and the other thing like that I picked up on a little bit was this cars. So, like, at the start when he's in the bar and that car, she, you know, she talks him up like he's this car sort of thing. And, um, you know, when he's in the motel waiting for this whole scenario to play out he's dancing to that car it's like a tourist car jingle and he's like oh, yep, sort of dancing yeah, to the yeah. car and it just made me think i'm like without these car keys or the truck keys that he yeah, borrowed yeah. from his dad he would never have been able to do any of the bad stuff that he did yeah okay without yeah. that car he wouldn't have been able to get anywhere he he stuck at home. Anything, yeah. <laughs> so, so so was his dad really oh, like, like, yeah, his dad is more responsible yeah, yeah. and massive because his mum was just like you're not getting the truck yeah the mum yeah. made lots of comments about no nah, that's not your car yeah. you're not driving it so it's almost like disciplining a teenager yeah you know, like you're grounded it's a good point. I like that. Mm, yeah, very good. Did you have the subtitles on? I did. Because I meant when I had the jingle on, it actually said like whatever <laughs> car. Yeah, that was yeah. probably why I wrote it down. Yeah. You had the subtitles on too then. Yeah, I did. Good. I did, yeah. <laughs> good. So what do we take from the film then? Well, this is kind of where I want to talk about the ending. I, I, I would have had it in the scenes that I didn't like, mm-hmm. but I just feel like there's... Because if, if, if you don't like the final scene of a film, I think it's got bigger repercussions than just, yeah, that was a bad scene. Um, and I didn't like the, the repercussions off the back of those actions. And like, I think I said before, I didn't know how I wanted this film to end and I still can't think of a better way to end it because I think they just dug themselves into a hole. But 
we didn't deserve Joe to sort of walk off in the distance with a happy ending, and they made it quite clear that he hadn't really grown mm-hmm. too much as a character. But to end with that unbelievable weight of a father having to murder his son was a little bit too much for me to swallow, especially with the father, as we spoke about, being one of the few characters that we kind of liked. He's got to live with that weight for the rest of his life, that he murdered his son. And he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would cope well living with that weight. Yeah, I agree. And I didn't like leaving on that page where his dad is the one that is so almost like the victim in this and not the victim for any other reason than his own conscious. Mm. But he's protecting his grandchildren. He's doing, mm. he's doing a lot of right things, but he, mm. he's not going to cope well with that. And then, and seeing him whenever see you again. And in my head, I'm like, this poor guy. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't sit well with me, but I didn't know how I would have ended it. They, I think they needed to like make it obvious that there was no one good in this film. So they needed him to do something bad. Yeah, sure. But you know, couldn't he have just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thing, like, yeah, I, I, I can't think of another way to end the film that would satisfy. Uh, you know what? I would have been happier if Joe had got away. I would have been happier than this. Yeah. Really? Joe had it. Yeah. But there I, was, would, I wouldn't have been satisfied. He would have got away with no redemption and that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But mm. I just, it, <laughs> it didn't sit well with me at all. But uh, as I, said, like, I think yeah. it's a really difficult thing to make a film like this and, and close it off. And they didn't close it off for me. Okay. Hmm. That's one of my biggest questions. I, I, yeah. like, I thought the cast was pretty good, really. And I, I like the color palette. Um, you know, fat or fit, fitted in, fat in, I can't tell, fat in really well with the genre and the style of the film, like the greys and the dark greens. Dark and, greens. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that was really nice, that yeah. style of, yeah. yeah. How gross were his oh. outfits? Jeez, he looked shocking. Like, <laughs> yeah. The green shirt. Green shirt, but that was like the jail the shirt. Jail. But, but he was like, still wearing something yeah. like pretty similar afterwards, like a, though. Like yeah. Brownie, musky, yeah. polo top. Yeah. I don't yeah. think like, this I, wouldn't have been horrible on the big screen either. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, because like, you know, whilst I don't think the film is that great, I do like this kind of story. I'm, I'm pretty intrigued into reading the book, the actual yeah. novel of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I reckon that'd be pretty good, and I think I'd enjoy that. Report back. Please. I will. Yeah, I will. That'd be good. I've already looked it up, so. Is it a library? No, it's on Book Depository, pretty cheap, though. Okay, oh, good. So, How much? Oh, 15 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> IMDb time. Mm, yeah. I think it is. I think it's so, you know, if we had a point at the film where we looked anyone up on IMDb to see uh, if we've seen them from something before. I feel bad about my IMDb because uh, it was MJ's in Rebirth and I just completely missed it. It was uh, Junior Vassi, who was Pat Healy, who was Jeff Carson in, in Draft Day. And I'm like, hang on, he was in Rebirth because he was MJ. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he came on. And I'm like, oh, I know you. And I'm like, oh, Draft Day. Oh my god, he was in a Netflix film like a, f- a few weeks ago. So you recognised him from Draft Day before Rebirth. Yep, and that, yeah, you, but and you didn't recognise him in Rebirth nah, from Draft Day. Nah. <laughs> and that adds to my case. Go back and watch Rebirth and look at my rating on it, and that'll tell you why he doesn't remember. Anything nah, well, you know what? I wrote down Pat Healy. Did Jesse, you like Jesse in Rebirth? Rebirth? Nah. No. Okay, good. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> I wrote down Pat Healy, but I didn't. Even, I, I didn't. Tell but you knew exactly who he was. Like, yeah, Rebirth Draft. Yeah. Um, Jeff Carson yeah Jeff Carson <laughs> from Drafter who gives yeah. Sonny his picks back yeah he does I look I had two um, I looked up um, Gary Cole just yeah. because I need I needed to know where he's from <laughs> yeah. so I was just looking at him then and he's in about 40 yeah I think Pineapple Express is what I remembered him from most um, yeah. the other one I looked up was Joe's dad Robert um, Forster who we've all spoken about yeah because I'd recently watched The Descendants with George Clooney and um, yeah. yeah he plays the father-in-law like the father yeah. of, the, okay. of his yeah. wife who's dying um I looked at him as well and he's in so much stuff but I have seen the I have seen the descendants a, a while back 
And I'm like, maybe it's that that I really recognize yeah. him. But he's so damn recognizable. He is. <laughs> he is yeah. I feel like it was something that I'd seen more recent, but yeah. he's in a ton of stuff. For me, it was um, Molly Parker who played Charlotte. Oh, and yeah. Jackie Sharp from House of House Cards. House of Cards, yeah. I knew oh, she was yeah. yeah, I knew she was House of Cards and I couldn't mm. quite put my finger on it. Yeah, sure thinking like, Yeah, yeah, you're House of Cards. Yeah. 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 yeah good. Still think it was a, just a bad role, that one for her. Not not for her, I just don't think that role was yeah, just was for a good role, role in general. Yeah. yeah. All right. Got any questions that we want to ask? I'm actually thinking that I missed something here because um, it hasn't come up in the conversation yet. But what happened to Charlotte in the end? She got killed by Junior. Was there? Was there? Did we see her there? Was it just no? We didn't see her dead, but but Junior basically told Joe that he killed her. So he opened Uh, he opened that hatch in the lawn, and that just showed you his like his response. If he actually cared about her, there would have been some emotion. But he literally lifted the hatch and he looked at his face. Yeah, and there was no. He's just like he's like I actually's dead. There was no no tears, nothing. Yeah. See, I thought <laughs> there was a part of me that thought that he saved her by opening up the hatch and was kind of just like <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. You get yourself out, get yourself out. I got things to do. Yeah, she was dead. <laughs> That's it. And then I'm like, did he just leave her? <laughs> I guess uh, I okay. Junior killed it. Yeah. Killed her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, but I didn't miss anything at least. No, no, you didn't. No. No, Joe's <laughs> such a bad bloke. <laughs> <laughs> My question's basically been answered kind of throughout this whole discussion, but I mean, we weren't, no one was rooting really for anyone in this film. That's so why I had that. Really? Did you sympathize with anyone in this film? Like, and I, I couldn't. Maybe the parents, now that we yeah. think about it. No, nah, I still can't because they were, <laughs> they were still hiding up to him that they, they were yeah. seeing the grandkids. So. Yeah, but for the right reasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely kind of feel, I guess at the end, we talked about for his father, yeah. but. Up until you know the last that was like the last ten seconds throughout the entire movie, I, yeah, I really I wasn't rooting for anyone. Or really, there was no one like to. Nah, you know, to go it for set the parents on. up as horrible at the start. Anyway, like the mum's off seeing the grandkids, and the dad won't tell him, and then the dad mm. apologizes. Oh, sorry, we didn't vision with Jalen for six years as well. So yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, well, I guess if you've got this troubled son, at what point do you sit there and go, "There's nothing more we can do." But I guess it was, I guess it was a bit also a bit strange. I think is that yeah the dad he didn't visit him in jail, but as soon as him out, he welcomes him back into his home. Yeah, yeah. true. I, I had a cut, so I was like, so we've probably already touched on this, but was there a character that hadn't done anything bad? I feel like they all probably had. I don't think there's any character there that you can say was did was a good character or did something nice. Yeah, you're right. Um, and the other one was like, is Charlotte worse than Joe? Like she killed Manny. We never actually saw Joe go out of his way to kill someone. Like he killed someone in that shootout, but he didn't go out of his way to kill anyone. That's that's the thing. Well, like, he he lets Scotty die, uh, but he didn't kill done. him. Not much. There's not done. much you could have done with Scotty. Could have him in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was well and truly gone. <laughs> but he did wipe the car down too. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Actually, he doesn't actually kill anyone. No, no. no. And. The other one, like, so Charlotte made this, like, quote where she's like, we aren't defined by our past. And she says to Joe, you remade yourself and you chose to be a good man. And I was like, mm, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> no, you didn't. I was like, did he really? No, he didn't. No, 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 not at all. Maybe they were, maybe I missed how much they were trying to ham up the fact that she's a crazy cat lady. Yeah, like, yeah. Definitely crazy maybe. cat lady. Because the whole time I'm just like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you don't need to be involved in this. Let me an idiot. All right, so I think we're ready to wrap this up. We always uh, have a look at a film rating out of five we give it uh, and have a bit of a chat about why we gave that rating. MJ, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so the film never really quite hit the mark with me. Um, It piqued my interest early but slowly started to lose me and then really fell off the cliff by the end. Two stars. Cool, cool. Uh, 
So I thought the acting performances were good. And like I said earlier, and it's a little bit embarrassing, I was probably along a little bit more, like I'd seen this before, but I was probably along for the ride because um, I was a little bit confused with my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, sometimes it's good to go back and watch a film and have a deeper look at it because you get something out of it that you didn't get before. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, when you're actually looking at a film, you probably get more of it than when you just sit back and relax. So, true, true. yeah, so yeah. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Three? Yeah, heater. Um, so yeah, I, I thought this film was okay. So, you know, it's, it, it's my kind of film, but it didn't quite deliver on, I guess, like how good it could have been. Um, I thought, I thought the acting, especially Nikolai Costawaldo was good. Nikolai. Um, it did. Yeah. It, it does have me intrigued to read the book because of the story, but it just, the film just never hooked me into the actual, the story of it. I, I give it two and a half. Two and a half. All right. What does that give us as an overall average? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. You guys are good with your maths. <laughs> well, you and me gave it either side of the two and a half, and then he gave it the two and a half. So yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> that's okay. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why you guys are here. <laughs> so we are on social media. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Flix Forum. We're gonna chuck a question up there this week. The question is: Did Joe ever really want to change? Did Did he want to? Because we know we've discussed that he didn't. Yeah, so did, did we? Do we think to? that he wanted to? It's a good question. Or did his circumstances not allow question. for that? So mm. did he really want to? I, I want to say that I think he did want to, but it was just much easier to fall back, fall back into yeah. it. Yeah, the old times. Hmm. Anyway, so um, we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Podbean. So if you can, please subscribe to us. Download each of our episodes, even if you don't listen to them. Just download them. That would be <laughs> that would be awesome. Tell your friends. Give us a, a five star rating, five please. Um, next week we are looking at the 2017 comedy. It's called Handsome, a Netflix mystery movie. It's directed by Jeff Garland, um, and it stars Jeff Garland, Natasha Leone, Amy Sedaris, Leah Romini, Christine Woods, and Stephen Weber. So that's what we're looking at next week. Mm, cool. Hope you're feeling better by next week, MJ. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> See how we go. See how we go. So yeah, as usual, had a good time, guys. Good, good chatting. Thanks, boys. Thanks, mate. That was good.